Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is not looking a whole hell of a lot of good today. Uh, past couple of weeks, everything's been going down. So, where are we? What we're going to do? So, a lot of you might be facing the same question. If stock values are going down, how can I write covered calls on them and be comfortable with them? Well, you can't. Comfort is something best suit for a pillow <laughs> or a nice bed. Anyway, I don't know why I said that. But stock prices are going to go down. However, the dividend kings are going to continue to pay out their dividends and increase their payments to their shareholders. Let's see how that works. You know, companies have been over 50 years paying out a dividend. So are they going to continue to do that? On the on the list this week, we got... Uh, a, a few of these companies. So let's see what they have in store for us. Let's see if I can hit that 1%. We got five positions. I didn't sell enough for anything yesterday, so I was waiting to see what the market did. And apparently, it did. Everything went down. So with that being said, let's jump on in, see where we are, and see how much money we're going to make this week. Now, I've only missed my goal three times this year. This is week number 40. And if I'm going to continue hitting that 1% goal, that would be nice. So it is the 11th. The 11th of October. So let's jump on in. Here we go. We got our five positions, Coca-Cola, NEM, Pepsi, Cisco, and U.S. Bancorp. Kale, let's do this. Coca-Cola had a 30-day high of 6281 and a brand new 52-week low of $54. $54 for Coca-Cola. I'm into Coca-Cola at 62 I'm not going to get rid of it. I'm just going to continue to sell off stuff until I actually come up with a number that actually works for me. So Coca-Cola, I'm going to send the 55s. Not that I'm happy about it, but I really have not a whole heck of a lot of choice in it. So I'm going to sell 10 contracts to 55. It's only paying 39 cents a share, which is about 390 bucks. So let's see what happens there. Uh, I'm going to sell 10 KO100. So those are the weeklies. 14 October. Okay, 390 bucks for Coca-Cola. Okay, not what I'd find ideal, but it gets me a little bit more than a third of the way there, which is good. So that's off to the races. 39 cents a share. 39 cent limit order to open. Let's see how that works out for me. Next on our list, we have NEM. N-E-M. That Newmont. Yeah, there we go. Newmont for the last 30 days. Let's take a quick look at Newmont. Last 30 days. The last 30 days, we've seen a high at 45.23. And a 30-day low of 40. Just, just plain old 40. We're sitting at 42.28 at the moment. Now, I'm into NEM at 44. Whoops. All right, let's get that trade grid. What does the trade grid say? NEM. 
Get the bid of 4236, 42 41. Um it actually looks like the numbers that are posted looks like the possibility that the uh dude might be trying to pump up the value. So I'm gonna hit the 40. Oh wow, I can go all the way up to the 44. If I do the 40 <clears throat> 43 and a half, that one sounds good in a half. Uh, the 43 and a half is going to bring me up uh, 420 bucks, so that is going to get me a lot closer. So that's four and three, that brings seven, eight, almost up to 800 already, which makes me happy. So I'm going to sell 10 NEMs, um, 14 October 22, that's this Friday. The 43 and a half call at 42 cents a share to open. All right, let's see how that works. Uh, next on the list is Pepsi. Pepsi. All right, Pepsi, where are we? Where are we? Here we go. So, Pepsi Cola. In the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 174.55 and a low of uh, 169.98. Now, the low is Friday. So, actually, yesterday, Monday, we didn't have a low. Okay. I mean, well, it went a little bit higher. So I got a higher high and a higher low from Friday, which is good. So today we don't know what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a whole heck of a lot into Pepsi. We got a 160.85 bid and a 160.60 ask. On the last trade was a 161. So it looks like the market maker has that one split. I'm going to do the 165. Could that really be right? 123? 128? Okay. One strikeout, 128. All right. I can deal with that. All right. Off to the races you go. We're going to buy one in September. I'm going to sell one in September. Sorry. One. It's only got 100 shares of Pepsi. So it is what it is. Uh, 14 October 22. Uh, the 165 call at a buck 28 share to open next on my list is cisco now cisco gotta let you know i have cisco in other accounts and it's not making me a happy camper so cisco we've seen a high of 85.11 that was the last 30 days the high of 85.11 uh, we got a low at 70.61 now yesterday was an up day which is a good thing. She opened a little higher, and she went a little higher. So we have a higher high and a higher low from last Friday. So we're at 72.80 was the last trade for Cisco. S-Y-Y. The Cisco, we got a bid of 72.28, and the ask of 72.76. Now, that's a big spread. That's because it's... Ooh, excuse me. That's because it's before the market opens. So, of course, we're going to have a big spread. Now, we have a uh, 1,000 shares, so let's get something good. If I go for 74, no, 74 is just too damn close. 74 would give me 500 bucks. <clears throat> this is one of the challenges you're going to have when you're selling options with stock. Is When the market is going on the downside and you're not sure what you should do. Now, I could do, like I said, the 74 which would bring me in 500 bucks. And the 75 is only going to bring me in 200 bucks. Huge difference. But we're at 72.80. Do I really want to chance it and sell the 74 just for a few hundred dollars? Because if I get 
you know what? I'm going to do the 75 because it's going to get me where I need to go. And it's going to be a tough, it's going to be tough. But let's see how that works. So we're going to sell uh, 10 contracts, Cisco. Um, that's SYY, not the other Cisco. <laughs> 14 October 22, that's this Friday. The 75 call at 20 cents a limit order to open. That's off to the races. Um, I'm going to give you a quick count as soon as I'm done. Last on the list is USB, USB, US Bank Corp. Another new low for US Bank Corp. Now we've seen a high, 30 day high at 48.05 and a 30 day low at 39.67. Okay, so US Bank Corp into the trade grid, USB. Now we get a bid of thirty nine sixty one and an ask of thirty nine ninety one. Again, when you when the, when the market is not open, you're going to get big spreads between your bid and your ask. And really, the only number you can really go by with some kind of certainty is the last trade, because that's what the last traded for. Is the market maker going to try to pump it up, or is he going to try to bring it down? I really don't know, because you get your your last was at thirty nine eighty three. Now he's got the bid to the low side, and he has the ask to the high side. So what is he going to do? Really don't know. But I'm going to shoot for the 41. And I only have 200 shares, so I can only sell two contracts at 41. All right, so it sounds a little bit like this. Sell two USB 100s. That's the weeklies. 14 October 22, that's this Friday coming up. The 41 call at $45, at, sorry, 45 cent limit order to open. And that's 90 bucks. All right, so let's quickly take a look at what just happened. All right, uh, 390, 390 and 420 is 810. And then Pepsi brings it up to 9.20. And then uh, Cisco brings it over to 11.20. And then USB brings it up to 12.10. So there you go. I'm over my 1% for the week. Even in a down market where these, these are... All I'm gonna have to keep an eye on all of them. Let's see how they get filled today. Uh, I will give you an update on that a little bit later on, but let's see what we have working today. All right, uh, any NWN, NWN Northwest got over a hundred thousand clients. All right, now NWN is a dividend king, started out last year at 46.76. Hit a high of the year at 56.02 and a low, which was Friday, 42.37. So yesterday had a little bit of an update for Northwest, which is good. Uh, let's check seasonality for Northwest. It's getting cold. So I'm, I'm almost going to say that everything is going to go up this time of year because they do oil and gas and all that kind of crap. And they do. Okay, so it's an uptrend normally. Now, this is... 
the seasonality chart. Seasonality is basically putting one chart on top of another, on top of another. 10 years worth of data. Where does this stock normally go this time of year? NWN normally goes up this time of year. So that is a good thing. I mean, that's it. Okay, let's do it. All right, so NWN into the trade grid. These numbers aren't going to be exact, but we got a bid of 42 and an ask of 48.66. Wow, that's a big spread. You can't really go by those numbers because as soon as the market opens, you know that's going to change. But the reason why I'm pulling it up is I want to give you an idea of what a uh, covered call is going to look like. And this is a monthly. So my suggestion, if you're going to do it and you buy it at the last trade of yesterday, which is 42.79, the closest um, strike price on an options is going to be the $40 option strike price, $40 strike price. Because this one has, because it's below 100 bucks, so it's going to have one option is going to be different from the other option by $5 increments. So it's a $5 spread between each option. So you have the 35, the 40, the 45, the 50, the 55, so on and so forth. But it's only a monthly optionable stock, and I don't do that, so I'm just going to bypass this one. And I'm going to say, if you do, buy it at the last trade for last week at 42.79, you're only going to pick up around uh, 2.50. And that, my friends, is not even breaking even. That's not even giving you 1%. And you'd be losing money because you'd be effectively selling it for forty-two fifty when you have to buy it at forty-two seventy-nine. So I, I can't really go for for Northwest. Sorry, I I can't do it. All right. So next on the list, believe it or not, that is the only dividend king paying out and uh, going to have an EX date in two weeks from today. Okay. So now we're doing two weeks away because we want to give it enough time for the stock to move before the EX date comes because right around the EX date. That's when the stock usually goes down in the same equivalence of what the dividend is going to be. And I really don't want to get into the, into why it does that or what the numbers are. BK, which is Bank Mellon, New York Bank Mellon. Started out the year last year at 55.89. We got a double high at 64.50 area. And we got a, oh, this is pretty good resist, I mean, a support down here at the 38.30 area, 38.40. Like one, two, three, four trying to break, trying, you know, getting support in that 38.50 area. And she's bouncing off that, had a little bit of a bounce, coming back down again. The last trade was, uh, she, well, she closed at 39.21. Uh, let's take a quick look at the seasonality, see where this thing normally goes this time of year without this weird crap that's going on. Okay, she's usually in the uptrend this time of year, which is good. Uh, we'll put it into the trade grid, BK. Now, just to let you know, I do, ha I did buy BK yesterday morning in a separate account. Now, I have a bunch of different accounts because each account is different uh, goals. So just to let you know, supposedly I'm supposed to tell you what, what positions I actually have. So BK, <clears throat> it is a weekly. We got the uh, last traded at 39.21. We got the bid of 39.01. And ask of 39.16. Now, that, my friends, is plain and clear that the last trade was 39.21, and both the bid and the ask are below the the ask asking uh, are below the last trade from yesterday. So my 
theory, this is just a theory because we're not going to know until exactly 9.30, is that the market makers are going to try to force it down a little bit. That's what it looks like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could be wrong, and, you know, I have been wrong. <laughs> been wrong a couple of times. Uh, matter of fact, I missed three weeks. Okay, so I've made over 1% for 37 weeks. Wait a minute. 36 weeks, and I missed in three weeks. So that's 36 to three, which I think is a pretty good. I think that's pretty, that's like that bat 90%. All right. At the 39.21, at the market, we're looking at an 85 to a 90 cent premium. 85 to 90. So, yeah, you could make your 1%, but I'd really wait and see the market open first to see if the market maker is trying to force the price down. Because he could be. You just never know. All right, that being said, let's jump on and see who's next. Now, we're only into Tuesday. And believe it or not, let's check and see how many dividend champions there are this week. Two, four, six, eight. There's only eight. So let's cover uh, a couple of them today. ATR, which is Aptar Group, is paying $0.38. Cents. Let's take a quick look at them. ATR. Now, ATR started out the year last year at one twenty five eighty three, somewhere in that area. We got a high at one thirty five eighty one. Now, that's for the year. High, one thirty five eighty one. Now, the low, we seem to have a triple low at the 94 area. It's right around 94th low of the year. And hit it three times. Um, well, twice in June and yesterday and Friday. Okay, so where are we? We're on the 11th, which is right here. Okay, so the 30-day high we got at 108.27. And a 30-day low we have at 93.60. That's right, in that 94 area. Um, now, yesterday, she closed higher than the close of Friday. So she, she could this be, could this 93.63 be the bottom? I honestly don't know. Because the economy is in a weird state. If the economy wasn't in the state in which it's in, I would say, yeah, this could be the bottom. Because yesterday, she closed higher than she did on Friday, which is always a good thing. So let's take a look at the trade grid, see what's happening with ATR. Remember, the last trade was 94.37. The bid is 91. The ask is 109. Now, it's a split. The bid is lower than the last trade, and the ask is higher than the last trade. Clearly different than the last one, than Bank BK. So, and just so happens that ATR is a monthly, so we're going to pass on that one, because if you did buy it, the closest one you'd be looking at would be the 90, and you're probably only going to get probably around 5 bucks because you get the bid of 350 and the ask of 690 So somewhere in the middle is probably... For fifty-five bucks, and then it's going to give you not even it, you, you'll get you one percent, but you get a hold of it for, for ten days, which is two weeks. 
Okay, now how you look at it, you get a hold of it for two weeks, and to me, that uh, no, no, I'm not gonna get one percent for two weeks. So much for that. Now, CLX, I know for a fact, is a weekly, so let's take a quick look at that one. That's Clorox, CLX. Now, the company's been in business for over 100 years. Not a dividend king, but it is a dividend champion, which means they've increased their payments to the shareholders for more than 25 years. We're opening up uh, last year, a year ago today, we were at uh, 163.15. Okay, we got high at uh, 186.80, somewhere in that area, and we got a double low at 120.50. Okay, so the last 30 days, let's take a quick gander. The last 30 days, we got a high at 101.50, sorry, a high at 150.07, and a low, 30-day low, which was yesterday, 124.58. It's not the low for the year; it's just the low for the past 30 days. So let's take a quick gander at this one. Uh, normally, seasonality says this bad boy should be going sideways. Now, sideways, I love sideways. The reason why I love sideways is because it's awesome for spreads. My favorite trade is the debit spread because it's... <laughs> you'll have to hang out until I find one. You know what? I'm going to give you a sample of one this app this morning. All right. So we're sitting at a 30-day low. She's in a downtrend. Now, normally, I stay away from a chart that looks like this because for the last 30 days, this thing has been trending down. Now, you always say the trend is your friend right to the end because it's going to find a bottom and then it's going to turn. Where the bottom is, I don't know. But Clorox, it's a good company. It's been around for a while. Normally, she goes sideways this time of year. So we're going to put it into trade grid, see what that says, CLX. Here we go. We got a bit of 124.27 and an ask of 131.65. Again, a split. You got the bid lower than the last trade. You got the ask higher than the last trade. Now, if we bought it at the market, 125, there it is, my friends. That is more than 1%. So if you buy it at the last trade, let's say hypothetically she opens equal to what the last trade was yesterday. That would be 125.88. Now, the 125 call option is going for $2.30 a share for the bid and $2.50 a share for the ask. So you could conceivably get the price somewhere between 230 and 250. Okay, let's just say it's the low side, 230. If you're buying the stock at 125.88 and you're getting $2.30 a share. For someone to buy it from you at 125, your effective sale price would be 127.30, which is still a dollar twenty-two, a dollar twelve over your price, and that's your one percent right there. So just by buying it and giving someone the right to buy it from you for the almost same price you paid for it, you're making your one percent. That's how I do the 1% per week. I look for the numbers. First of all, it has to be a company that is in my list. And Clorox is in my list because they've increased their payments for more than 25 years. The numbers all look good, but I don't like the down chart. But everything, almost everything has a down chart. I haven't found one yet that's not down. And that's because of what the state of the economy is. So if you're going to do your weekly trading and you want to keep Clorox, you want to get your 1%, there you go. You buy it at the market and you sell the closest. Now, the 126 
has a bid of 175 over 190, which means you could probably get it for 180. Okay, so if you get 180 on that, you'd still be selling it for 127.80. So either way you look at it, if you sell the 125, your effective price would be 127.30. If you sell the 126, your effective price would be 127.75. So I'm going to change my mind and say I'm going to go for the 126 because the numbers are just better. Okay, so if I was going to buy something today, it would be CLX, and I would do the 126. That one looked good to me. Um, that's what I'm going to close up today because wait a minute, wait a minute, let's do. I'm going to do the rest of them, which is only like five more. Tomorrow, yeah, it's only five more to go. Sorry, four more to go because we already done Northwest and WN, and we already done Bank Mellon. So I only have four more to go. I'm going to save those for tomorrow. I'm going to check out for today. You guys have a great day. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I will catch you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.